Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, September 23rd, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. As always, make sure that you're on our Patreon for Broadway Radio. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. And uh, last night, right after I recorded with Matt, I sprinted over to 54 Below to see see Preston Max Allen's show, um, Amy Adams Wins an Oscar. Oh, God. (laughs) Which was one of the funniest (laughs) things. Like, the music was also killer because I don't know if you know Preston's work, but, like, he did um, We Are the Tigers. Nice. And... Of course, like Matt was like, yeah, I'm number one stand. Yeah. Of course, I'm like any cheerleading musical is probably gonna have Matt's, <laughs> you know, devotion. Yeah, but, produced uh, by Matt Timothy, in fact. In full full disclosure, yes. Um, <laughs> but like. Truly, I didn't know what to expect from the show. It was just a lot of gags. You can also listen to um, the Katy Perry song that's from it, and I don't want to give it away, but. Katy Perry's not in the show, and yet, well, very much kids uh, may her soon own be song. clearly. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun, and then tonight I get to go to Eli Bullen's show, who got nice. who wrote, you know, co-op and yeah. Zach Lunch Bunch, yeah, and all those things. Larry Owens is in the show, Natalie Walker, Brightman, like it's not be too shabby. Richard Kind, uh, I'm going to say Richard Kind in the face. Oh my god, the man, the myth, the legend. I'm so excited to see that mouth. And here we are, guys. We're, we're just the we're, mouth. He's got his curious mouth through a hole in a curtain. Nothing else. I mean, he's known it's for true. it. But um, I want to talk about another one of my favorites because we're getting into the news. And today was the first day of fall winter, which oh, I call God Nora Ephron season, right? Yeah, fair enough. It's it's only fitting that we talk about Billy Crystal today because Billy will star in Mr. Saturday Night, a new musical in development at Barrington Stage. It's the musical adaptation um, that they're doing is from the 1992 film for which, you know, Billy was the star. And now yeah. years later, he's like, what if I also did the show? <laughs> the music is by Jason Robert Brown. Don't know if you're familiar. Mm, vaguely so, yes. Lyrics by Amanda Green, and it's directed yes. by John Rando. Now, the screenplay writers were Billy Crystal, Lowell Gans, and Bobolo Mandel, who you probably know from a ton of other movies, right? Mm. But they've gotten back together to rewrite like the the musical's book. I know that they were in development mm. for this a couple of years ago. Like there was a couple of yeah. workshops. Uh, but they're gonna have like a limited presentation with a very small cast, like no costumes really. Like it's very we're just trying to show you what we've got kind of thing from October 22nd to October 24th and October 26th to October 30th. Very limited um again this is just a presentation but like i need it i was gonna say how excited are you about this because have this you is... seen my photos from my billy crystal parties <laughs> uh i don't think i have actually no so i literally would wear my comic relief sweatshirt nice. um to my own billy crystal party in which everybody would dress up normally as like you know God. him from a famous Nora Ephron film that we love when harry would tell um or anything course, else but uh yeah i'm really pumped about this because I think it, I mean, he's done Broadway before. He directed Mr. Saturday Night too. Am I mm-hmm. right about that? Okay. I couldn't remember. Like, I feel that was his like directorial debut as well. So it really makes sense for him to be like, if we're doing this, I'm part of it. Like, move over, obviously. So, uh, yeah, I feel like this, I, cause you said this has been in development for a while. I feel like I have heard an in development song from this, but I might be conflating that with another Jason Robert Ooh. Brown thing when he did like a show. 
a few years ago. I don't remember though. Mm, if it was, maybe. it was a damn good song. So, but I could be imagining. <laughs> this will be like what the third uh, movie musical that Jason Robert Brown has done. I think because, so. Um, Bridges in Madison County and mm-hmm. Honeymoon in Vegas. So, oh, yeah, yeah, I same. Think JRB right. is taking over stage and screen star. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> All right. Um, Sal Pritchett has joined the cast of Thoughts of a Color Man, replacing originally announced cast member Keith David. Famously, I did on the pod say Keith David, known for Ass to Ass from Requiem for a Dream. Um, he is actually no longer a part of the production because yeah. producers say that Keith departed the production due to a family matter and they support him. So it's it's like definitely not a he left the show right, and so it was like, a uh, differences yeah. situation. It it's seems like something something's happened. going on. Yeah. Right. Uh, Condol- so I hope that everything's what, yeah. okay. Exactly. With condolences, best wishes, all of it going to him and his family. Uh, sad I don't get to see him in it, but I'm obviously going to see Thoughts of a Colored Man. Yeah. Like, and Asal Pritchett is, is welcome Amazing. with, you know, open yeah. arms. This yeah. is going to be great. So I'm glad that this uh, announcement seems to be um, positive. So we're going to take a moment from the show to talk about our Patreon. So here at Broadway Radio, we're so eager to bring you more exclusive content, roundtable discussions, reviews, interviews, so many things. Uh, We're able to keep all of them, actually. We're able to keep the lights on uh, thanks to you, our patrons and listeners. So please continue to support us through our Patreon subscriber base and engage with us across all social media. You know, as well as I do, that our followers um, have other followers that like theater as well. So (laughs) let them know that this is how you get your news. It's, It's to me the best source uh, we're so excited about our upcoming broadway news thanks to all of you the shows are opening up to raise the curtain if yes, you want to quote renee like goldsberry oh, so true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um if you aren't already getting the news before everyone else go ahead and go to patreon.com slash broadway radio to learn more so I know we've talked about immersive theater on the pod so many times. Oh, and you know it's my favorite thing in the world. Wait, are you being sarcastic? Of course you... I'm being sarcastic. Oh, we both <laughs> are not fans. Okay. Oh, uh, I feel like the big three of us are notably not immersive theater because Matt certainly isn't. I mean. It's very funny because like, again, I'm not knocking that type of theater experience because I think that the people that do it and the people that go are incredibly bold and brave. Yeah. And I you, and just could not. No, God, no. It's it's too much for me, especially as someone who like experiences secondhand embarrassment very viscerally and doesn't I'm not mm. I'm not someone who gets like firsthand embarrassment, but yeah. it's 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 certainly a thing with immersive theater that it's a little too too much for me. But we're about to talk about a show that I actually like. So there we go. Yeah, because we like the team. So Sleep like No More. Team, yeah. yeah. So Sleep No More uh, is presented by Punch Drunk, who we've talked about in incredible ways on the mm-hmm. show. Um, mm-hmm. They'll now begin a lot later than their previously scheduled return date of October 4th. The show will now begin at the McKintrick Hotel on Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2022, mm-hmm. yeah. due to like just the ongoing pandemic. They're just trying to keep safety first because it's incredibly immersive. I mean, yeah. the, the cast is is uh physical with you know the the audience and and they know that going in so it's an orgy yeah yeah um (laughs) no but no uh, um so i i appreciate that they are just looking out for their staff you know at the end of the day that's that's what it it needs to be yeah i mean this show has been going on for so long at this point that you know that 2011 yeah yeah and they're they're not gonna you know come back before they know 
that it's as safe as possible for something that, as you said, is this immersive, like everything has to be in order. So I'm really happy to see them taking any extra precautions that they need to and presenting this in the safest way possible, whatever that means at this point. Exactly. So due to popular demand, the summer hit, who is, which is also kind of an immersive yeah. theater experience, just saying uh, the speakeasy, which is a burlesque experience, will resume performances at Bond 45 on Friday, November 12th. Again, they were they were just doing a limited run of this yeah. and it became so popular that they're just going to go back. So congrats to them. And them. if you missed it. You should uh, get a ticket. Uh, buy me one, too, because they're expensive, because I've been trying to go. They are um, expensive, but, uh, but I take, will say, take it's me. a show and a drink. It's a show like, and a drink. Uh, it's take, a moment. Take me. That's my whole area of stuff that I love. So I'd be the best date ever, clearly. Listen, you need to pull out your phone, go to Instagram.com, <laughs> and start following Opera Gaga. If you don't oh, already follow Opera Gaga, yes, her channel is amazing. She is a burlesque dancer pole dancer uh, opera singer her oh, work is insane perfect. um big fan of hers and then also uh the show that you and i both watch so new york theater yeah. workshop yeah new york theater workshop announced today uh information for christina wong's sweatshop overlord in person the show will begin previews on monday october 25th 2021 at new york theater workshop for a limited run through sunday november 21st 2021 ashley did Good. say that we were thinking this is going to happen yeah yeah, I'm really happy for this because we both said in our review, which yeah. now just find it somewhere in the backlog, um, that this is absolutely something that needs edits, but should absolutely be put on a stage in person. Um, and I mean, it's a show about the pandemic. So what a better time to have it than still in the middle of it. So true. So true, bestie. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so yeah. we've now reached the time of the show where yesterday, if you remember, uh, Matt and I, I went over our... <laughs> we weren't here. So yesterday, uh, Matt and I got to go over my Tony predictions list. Now we get to hear Wee. Ashley's Tony prediction list. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'm super excited to lead her through this. So um, <sighs> again, if you have objections and or concerns, um, tweet at Ashley, not yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm on a social media break. So have fun. Get into the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. Well, are you, S- are you ready? The void. Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. So we're going to start with best performance by an actress in a leading role in a musical. We've got Karen Olivo for Moulin Rouge, Elizabeth Stanley, Jagged Little Pill, and Adrian Warren for Tina, the Tina Turner musical. I mean, there is literally one option here, um, and it better be Adrian Warren. Or I'm, <laughs> I'm fighting the committee. Like, come on. Should win, will win. For both. Do you have any thoughts on the other nominees, or is it just like you I know that's them. in your loins? It's I, Adrian. I know. I swear, it better be. <laughs> like, okay. Like they, they were both good. Elizabeth Stanley's character in Jagged Little Pills a mess as everything in Jagged Little Pill is. I mean, Karen's great. Um, and you know they've obviously left the show since then, uh, mm-hmm. and I have a feeling the Tony voters. I mean. Tony voting was still going on when she left. I can't remember. It's all kind of blurred together. Um, so, oh, yeah. So, so if that was the case, people might be a little bit more uh, not willing to give her votes. Um, yeah. But it's Adrian Warren. I mean, we all know it to be true. And it better be true. Yeah. And I will say like of I mean, I didn't see Jagged, but from what I understand, like, 
Adrian's role in Tina was far more, I mean, like, literally, yeah. it's on stage for two hours. Yeah, it's an endurance role. Yeah. Like, she put in her heart and soul into it. I mean, and everyone is when they're taking on a role, but that's a different level. Fair enough. So now we're going to do best performance by an actress in a featured role in a musical to kind of stay on topic. Mm. So we got Catherine Gallagher from Jagged Little Pill, Celia Rose Gooding from Jagged Little Pill, Robin Herter from Moulin Rouge, Lauren Patton from Jagged Little Pill, and Myra Lucretia Taylor from from Tina the Tina Turner musical. I had a little bit of a difficult time with this one because you have three people from Jagged. Oh, yeah. um, and yeah, I am just really in the midst of <laughs> jagged stuff right now where I'm just not mm-hmm. happy with even thinking about them. I think and you know based on their whole real fighting for this Tony for this actor yeah. I would expect Lauren Patton to win the Tony here. I said the same thing yesterday yeah. yeah. I will be incredibly shocked if it goes to somebody else I think the yeah. way that they've built this campaign for her um, for her to not win, what I mean, I didn't I, even know that Celia was nominated. I'll be honest with you. I, it's it's I no honestly, shade to her. No, no shade know. to her. No shade to Catherine. It's just that they have built this around Lauren, and yeah. I and I get it. Um, and I assume she will win. I would have honestly liked to see Celia win. I, Jagged has a lot of problems. Really? That, uh, of <laughs> again, it's a jagged problem. It is a very big jagged problem. As far as like, I don't care if the musical wins anything for that matter. Um, I, deep down, I'd rather see uh, Myra Lucretia Taylor win anything ever. But I'm yeah. assuming it will go to Lauren Patton. That's where I was at. Okay, well, let's jump to uh, play stuff because I know you love play stuff. I so do best performance love a play. by an- we we love a straight love play. A play, not a straight. We love a no, straight not, play, not a straight play, but a straight <laughs> play. <laughs> so best performance by an actor in a featured role in a play. So we've got Ato Blankson Wood from Slave Play, James Kusadi Moyer from Slave Play, David Allen Greer from A Soldier's Play, John Benjamin Hickey from The Inheritance, and Paul Hilton from The Inheritance. So the only one of these I did not get to see in some form or fashion was a soldier's play, which I'm, I've, I, I, this is the part of the show that I listened to yesterday because I didn't listen to the whole show yesterday, but I had listened to what you had said about this and that, um, everything that I've heard mm-hmm. from a soldier's play, which has all been excellent like yeah. everyone that saw it loved it that i talked to um and the performances of david allen greer and blair underwood which we'll talk about later um were especially phenomenal so i would love to see david allen greer win i feel like for play situations i feel the inheritance is going to take more than yeah. i would personally like it to yeah. um so i'm also thinking that john benjamin hickey will win here but i am very much team david allen greer oh well, very nice okay good to know all right so now we'll go to best performance by an actress in a featured role in a play we've got jane alexander from grand horizons shalia latour from slave play Annie McNamara from Slave Play, Lois Smith from The Inheritance, and then Cora Vanderbroke uh, from Linda Vista. So mm, I can't speak to Lin- can't speak to Linda Vista because I didn't see it. Um, did see the rest 
including okay. Grand Horizons. I I honestly really liked Grand Horizons. Um but I am <laughs> I am Was that very, the one with the guy from Babe? I honestly can't remember. It's been so long. Don't ask me questions. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Don't ask me questions about who's in things anymore. Yeah, it was. It was him. <laughs> okay, thank God. Um yes, it was the guy from Babe. <laughs> yeah. All that. Yeah. Um so I really like Grand Horizons, uh, but I am very outspoken about my love for slave play. So yeah. I would be happy with either of them. Yeah, I, I kind of had a similar like. I think I, I mm. get scared about when two people are nominated from a show because I think it yeah, splits. Yeah, they'll split the vote. Yeah, generally so it that's, happens. That's kind of what I'm assuming is gonna happen here, and I'll be, yeah. I'll be disappointed about that. I mean, it's also a different situation where I think the leads in slave play versus the rest of the ensemble are very noticeable and very stand out in the sense that they mm. have more to work with. Um. Especially in the case of like Jakina Kalakanga, who we'll also talk about in a second, who yep. had like her big speech. So I think for the support, more supporting featured roles in slave play, they didn't necessarily get the attention to stand out here. I personally mm-hmm. don't think that, but I feel like that's the way the voters are going to go. Yeah. We shall, we shall see, question mark. Uh, so best performance by an actor in a leading role in a play. We've got Ian Barford for Linda Vista, Andrew Burnap from The Inheritance, because I guess there are a million people in it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jake Chillenhall for Seawall A Life, Tom Hiddleston from Betrayal, Tom Sturridge from Seawall A Life, and then Blair Underwood for A Soldier's Play. Uh, once again, speaking to a soldier's play and everything that I heard from that, yeah. uh, Blair Underwood's performance was exceptional and I would very much like to see him rewarded for it. I will not be surprised if that's not the case and they give it to Jake Gyllenhaal or Tom Hiddleston, especially if that one lady from that one show is part of the Tony oh, Voters team. Yeah. Never forget. Um, I, I, where were you when you heard? <laughs> God, unfortunately. Because <laughs> I was on, on 9th Ave. <laughs> 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 oh goodness no yeah um so i feel like it will i i feel like it comes down to those three more than anything um but this I could think, be another situation where it goes to the inheritance you're right i was thinking blair because of also how like how he's been trying to also be seen being part of like the theater community by yeah. um you know producing with um passover oh yeah and so that's why i was like oh that's Probably really smart. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I think really wise um, career decision on his behalf. Um, and I would, I, you know, I, I would just love to see him rewarded for the role, a role that I yeah. wish I got to see on stage. But like I said, I will not be surprised if this goes to Jake Gyllenhaal at this point. Tom Hiddleston, I would be more surprised than Jake Gyllenhaal. I feel like if we're doing anything there for Tom Hiddleston, it's name recognition. Um but Jake Gyllenhaal is going to beat him there for that. Yeah. I mean, the all three of them that were in Betrayal, they really promoted at the time. Yeah. And then after that show into Tony voting season, <laughs> Literally forgot I feel it. like <laughs> fully abandoned it. For, for, <laughs> forgot it happened. And I saw it. Um, yeah. And I, I, I don't have a I, – I don't necessarily like Betrayal to play, but I don't have any major problems with that production as far as I can remember. But it was also 7,000 years ago. 
ago at this point. Oh my gosh. I remember being, I wrote a whole, I, like, I was so bored. <laughs> I've never been so bored in my life. I feel and like, like the casting was the worst part of that show. They're all um, incredible actors. They're all We've incredible. Seen them in- yeah. A lot of things. Yeah. Tom definitely. Hiddleston, you dated Taylor Swift. You can do anything. <laughs> oh God. And like I, forgot about I that just too. I was shocked at just how how incredibly like I was like, is it the lighting? Like I couldn't put my finger on it, but I was like, wow, I really Ooh. would like to leave. Um <laughs> but see while in a life, I thought I was so shocked at how much I enjoyed these performances yeah. and and the material itself. I was just like, oh crap. This I was this was a celebrity definitely. casting that I thought actually was great. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I feel like you know, I feel like the material for Seawall and a life they're they're better pieces than betrayal is but that's getting really down to it all right well then we'll we'll take a step back because i want you to talk about how much you love this so best performance by an actress in a leading role in a play (laughs) (laughs) jakina kalakongo for slave play laura linney for my name is lucy barton audra mcdonald for frankie and johnny and then mary louise parker for the sound inside just go ahead so (laughs) you already know that i'm a mary louise parker slut i just as i noted by all the plays that I yes. really fell in love with. Oh, we both <laughs> like, wait uh, yeah. a second. I was like, oh, hello. She's been in everything I've ever cared about. Great. I loved The Sound Inside. I th- yeah. think it's an exceptional play. Um, I still need to listen to like the audio production that Audible did. Which you can on Which Audible.com. Which not our sponsor this week, but has been, so do it anyway. Um, I loved that show in any yeah. other year. Where she was not going against Jakina Kalakongo for slave play. She would obviously be my favorite, but I thought Jakina's performance was so, uh, honestly earth shattering. I, I was just breathless the entire time in her final monologue. And I don't really have a lot of those experiences in the theater. And it was both a consequence of how well written that show is, yeah, and how well cast that show is. Oh, and she's yeah. she's the standout. If anyone she's an is absolute gonna, star in that show, she's an absolute star. And if anyone is going to win an acting performance for that show, it, it everyone was amazing, but it better be her. Yeah, I, I just I can't. Yeah, I can't agree with you more. All, but also every single woman in this category <laughs> are oh like. God. Tried and true. It was like, all right, Laura Lady Audrey. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Really? And Mary Louise, you Mary can't Louise. name a more stacked uh, nomination it's room. I really, it's an embarrassment of riches, really. It's, it's not fair. It's not. It's just not uh, fair. Add uh, Meryl, why don't you? Oh, goodness. All right. Or don't, because that's a disservice. <laughs> um, all right. So, best performance by an actor in a featured role in a musical, because we're, we're just now on a roll of things I yeah. didn't really care about. So, we'll start with Danny Burstein <laughs> for Mulan Rouge. We'll end with Danny Burstein. Yeah. <laughs> and there are no other nominees. Thank you guys for listening Thank to you. me on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I will say, you'd read the rest of the right. nominees so we got to Derek give them respect Klinna. because they yeah. deserve, they do deserve respect. They worked their asses off and there are a couple oh, people God, I'm yeah. like, come on. So Derek Klenna for Jagged Little Pill, Sean Allen Krill from Jagged Little Pill, Sao Nogaja for Moulin Rouge, and Daniel J. Watts for Tina the Tina Turner Musical. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> We're rewarding based on acting and of all of Danny Burstein's six nominations this is not the show that i would give it to him for yep 
Um, but come on. What would it? What would it have been if you could have? If you can turn probably, back time, probably Fiddler. But I Fiddler, mean, that's it. Yeah, correct. Probably Fiddler. But I mean, Cabaret, Drazzy Chaperone, mm-hmm. everything. I I think he's. I, I mean, I know he's one of our best actors. I've never, like I've already, I've said before, I think he's the actor that I've seen most on the stage. Um, okay. and I have never been disappointed in a Danny Burstein performance. I, this is, I have a lot of Moulin Rouge thoughts and feelings. Um, it is what it is. Uh, and was just, delighted to see him in that role so i feel like he should and will win another again this is another situation where another year uh daniel j watts should win as well but mm-hmm. i just really need danny i need danny to win the tony just give him his tony finally i think they will just because you said that all right so now we're gonna head to best performance by an actor in a leading role in a musical because the the it's it's really stacked this year so i'm gonna yeah. start with the first one it's aaron to and moulin rouge the musical Oh yeah, uh, okay. it's a it's a it's a tough one. All right, so now we're gonna do best play for Grand Horizons. <laughs> um, I'm, gonna, I'm, the gonna say, I, I'm gonna say oh. this really quickly about Aaron. Oh, yeah. If there's absolutely uh, uh, the, the question has been if they're gonna give him the Tony or not award it to anybody, yeah. and. I I cannot imagine a situation where they would not award the Tony. I think it would be. I think it's more of an insult if they don't do that than they have done <laughs> honoring only but, one person here. Yeah. Um. And I have a lot of thoughts about that still. But it, this is supposed to be, as they've exclaimed over and over, like a celebration after the past seventeen, eighteen months of everyone being out of work. They better give the award to somebody. <laughs> I hope so. So now we'll move into best play. So we've got Grand Horizons, The Inheritance, Seawalla Life, and Slave Play, and The Sound Inside. What would the you go with? Slave Play. <laughs> you think you think that'll win? I think I'm really I'm really torn about this. I think it should win. Obviously, okay. I, um, and like I said, I, I loved Sound Inside. I thought Grand Horizons was pretty good. It was certainly not my favorite best play. Seawall is great. The Inheritance I did not love by any means. Um, and so, but I think it's a toss up between the inheritance and slave play. And I think I, I honestly have no answer as far as what I think will win here. I think it really is a toss up. I feel like it's going to be, uh, it's really tough to predict this this year. And I think you and Matt kind of said the same thing yesterday of a lot of people didn't get to see shows that normally would get to see shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had like this abbreviated weird voting period. So I kind of can't predict the way that this Tony voting <laughs> committee is going to go this year. Mm-hmm. Any other year I would feel the inheritance would win. Um, slave yeah. play, I feel like has a pretty equal chance and I feel like it is the significantly better play of the two. Well, there you go. So for best revival of a play, would you go with Betrayal, Frankie and Johnny and the Claire de Lune, or A Soldier's Play? Uh, again, as someone who did not see the show, I am still going for A Soldier's Play. Because yep. I already said what I said about Betrayal, and Frankie and Johnny was just not good. So I've got to go with A Soldier's Play. Big bummer. Uh, all right, so finally, we'll end with best musical for Jagged Little Pill, Moulin Rouge, or Tina the Tina Turner Musical. Oh... <laughs> Oh my god, all of this is other music. I just realized that. What? All of all of these musicals are like 
songs that have already oh, yeah. been some, in the world. jukebox musicals of some kind. <laughs> yeah. But in some form or fashion. Form I wouldn't or fashion. call them all, yeah. No, yeah, they're not straight jukebox musicals. I mean, we've got one bio musical, we've got mm-hmm. one album concept musical, and then we've got yeah. a jukebox musical in Moulin Rouge. Um, yeah, it's a, it's certainly a weird year for every possible reason. Um, I, I don't know. I really have no idea here. I think for that reason, I feel like this is one of the weaker musical years we've had. I have made my feelings about Jagged Little very known. And I, I'm hoping they don't win, man. That's kind of all I can say. I feel like it would be weird to give it to Moulin Rouge. Um, but I can see where people would lean toward that, especially if they award, um, Danny with featured and they can't give it to Karen because of Adrian Warren's beautiful existence. Um, but I can see them kind of going with that because it's the more flashy Broadway musical situation. And with the amount of like producers here. involved. I mean, it's, it's yeah. heavily, heavily, heavily. I mean, they've been doing this for like two and a half years. <laughs> it's been forever. And that's kind of why I'm leaning towards Moulin Rouge. I feel like they've been on that stage, whether it's been actually occupied or not for so long at this point like they opened in july two three years ago i can't even i can't even remember and it was you know it was such a it's such an extravagant show not necessarily an excellent one but certainly an extravagant one and it really kind of I mean, it lends itself to broadway and i feel like if they're going for a broadway show to give it to they're gonna do it to moulin rouge I think Tina's a better musical than Moulin Rouge, and I would personally give it to Tina, and I would pers- I personally think that show should win. But I feel like they're going to go with Moulin Rouge, especially if they give Adrian Warren the lead actress award, which they're going to. There you have it, folks. Those are Ashley's uh, recommendations. It, we'll see That's if she's it. all correct. Ooh, ooh. Oh. Um, make sure that you're listening to us on Today on Broadway. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp, at Broadway oh. Radio. <laughs> Don't forget about our Patreon, though. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You get the news before everybody else. It's totally worth it. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. Just not right now because I cannot be found. No. That's right. And so if you want to hear Matt's predictions, make sure that you're tuning into the show tomorrow to see what he says. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you later. 